Hey y'all, welcome to Poetry for Black Girls, a conversation where we discuss poetry, healing, and everyday tips that you can incorporate into your life to make life a little less stressful. I am your host, Angelina, a licensed social worker and a black girl. Here we go. Hey y'all, I know I haven't been here in a while. And I apologize for not even announcing the fact that I was going to be taking a break. I was just really, um, if I'm going to be honest, (laughs) depressed. Okay, your girl was depressed. And I wanted to talk to y'all about operating in a mindset of scarcity and how I have come out of that and how that has fed into my depression and just ways that I've overcame it. So here we go. So first things first, I quit my job. Yes, I put in my 30-day notice and took it down to a 21-day notice. And I have two weeks left of those 21 days. And I have decided to find another job. I did find one before I put in my notice. But during that job search, it showed me that I have felt stuck in my current position. And if y'all go back and listen to the uh episode with me and Alicia B. I do talk to her about, you know, how I'm feeling like I'm stuck in this nine to five. Like if I had less debt, I would be able to um work less. But, you know, she was very encouraging and now here months later I'm really hearing her words again because they were so helpful into not keeping me in the mindset of feeling stuck. So as I was on my job search, um, I learned that there are things that I do and do not want. And so I got one job offer that didn't require me to be at a physical building every day, but it required me to drive. And I was like, "Mm, I like that idea because I don't have to show up to an office and have that office small talk. I don't have to deal with the anxiety of like having a an office mate or, you know, a suite mate in the office that I don't care about or care too much for. I don't have to really deal with that office politics that comes with coming into a physical office. But they were not offering me the money I required. And they were also asking me to put wear and tear on my vehicle. So I was like, okay, that's something I want. But those are things that I don't want. And a part of me was going to take the job because I was so ready to get out of my current position that I was willing to not have everything I wanted, right? I was thinking to myself, well, this is the best that I'm going to get. Nobody else is offering me anything else. I was operating in a mindset of lack and scarcity and thinking that I wouldn't find anything else. Well, I have a person in my corner um, that I talk to. She's like a mentor. And I was talking to her about my job search and how disappointed I was. And she said, you'll find something that you, um, she'll, she said, you'll find something that has everything you want. And when she said that, I was just like, I will. <laughs> like, it was strange to me that that thought had never occurred to me. Like, to me, I did not think that I could find anything that I wanted. 
because I hadn't found it yet. So I thought it didn't exist. But when she said that statement, I was like, oh, maybe I can. Okay, so let's keep going. I continue to put in job applications. I turned down that job. I felt good about my decision. You know, I, it didn't feel right in my spirit. Like it didn't sit well with me to accept that position. So I told them, no, thank you. And then the same day, my supervisor at my current job was like, hey, I got this other position available for you. You should put in your application. Um, but I don't really want to stay in my current company for a plethora of reasons. And I genuinely wanted to work from home so that I could travel. And so I um, applied for my social work license in other states so that it could open me up to more job opportunities. Because if you don't know, social workers have to be licensed in the state in which we want to see clients in. So I can live in California and have a license in Texas. And as long as I have a license in Texas, I can see clients in Texas. So I had started applying for my license, which was an investment, y'all. It was a good chunk of change and a good chunk of time. But I knew that it would at least allow me to either do travel social work or to get a remote position in another state. Y'all, when I say the licenses that I applied for in the states in which I applied to, there were like so many jobs that had exactly what I wanted. Flexible schedules, work from home, great pay. I was just like, what? So it wasn't, it wasn't that it wasn't there. I just wasn't looking in the right place. And it took me thinking outside of the box to be like, okay, let me, if I want to work from home, let me find out how I can work in another state because obviously the state I'm in ain't given. <laughs> so I did and I got offered a great job opportunity with a great sign-on bonus. Um, it is going to take a little bit of investment in my part as far as I have to invest in my own equipment, but it's just all around. It seems like a really great company. Um, their teaching style, training style, the way they do therapy, it's just it just sounds amazing. So I will be starting with their company and I will be doing therapy. And that's not something that I'm currently doing in my role right now. So it's exciting to have that clinical experience and to feel good about my decision. And so I took it and I feel like I'm finally coming out of my depression because it's a lot of times where it's not about you can rethink things so much, right? You can change the way you think and feel and how you act and yourself so much, but it comes to a point to where you have to ask yourself, is it me or is it where I am? Is it the relationship I'm in? Is it the job I'm at? Is it where I live? Because it's only so much manipulation that you can do in the way you think and the way you act and the way you handle situations. Like, there's only so much you can do. At some point, you have to ask yourself, is it, is it the place that I'm in? Do I need to move? And I knew that I needed to move when getting that job just made me feel better. It made me feel better about going to work. It made me feel better about waking up. Um, I now feel like I have energy to clean. I, I just think it was an all-around good decision. 
And so this job search has really bled into my therapist search and into my relationship dating search. So with my therapist, I did change therapist. The last one I had was cool, but I felt like we really couldn't connect on me being a black woman. Um, And I'm not saying that all white women therapists can't connect to black women. I'm just saying that where she was, I didn't feel comfortable um, in that space with her. And it was just based off of some of the things that she would say to me, which showed me like we didn't connect. And instead of giving up and being like, I'll never find a therapist, you know, that works with me or that feels good with me. Because I've had black female therapists, too. But I just haven't found anybody that I just connect with. And because I am a therapist, it is a little harder for me to find one because I don't I know all the all the things, you know, so I kind of need somebody to talk to me in a different way. Like I'm not your typical client. So I found one, and she is amazing. She's a black woman. Um, she's awesome. We see each other in person. And, like, our first session, I was like, look, I'm not trying to talk bad about my last therapist, but... And she was like, no, tell me everything. Like, tell me what I don't need to do. And I was like, oh, my God, yes. Like, this is going to be so good because she was willing to listen to me and to build a therapeutic relationship with me that wasn't traumatizing like the last one. So I was just like, oh, okay, this is going to work. So she's been super helpful uh, through this process. So don't give up on your therapy search, y'all. Like the one, the one that you need to be with is going to be there. Like you're going to find what you're looking for. Therapist, job wise, you're going to find what you're looking for. And I think the hardest thing right now is dating but for me but I have said I am no longer entertaining things that I do not want I think that for me just like that job search right they say oh we're gonna pay you this amount Mm -mm, that's below that's not what I want I won't even entertain it oh you gotta um come into a physical office I won't even entertain it oh you have to work these long hours I won't even entertain it like you just have your deal breakers and if we won't entertain those things in job searches why will we entertain those things in relationships and friendships and so I was just like if I want a guy who has his own house has his own car has a job why am I entertaining anybody without any of those things Like, I'm wasting my time because I don't want that person. Like, that's not what I'm looking for. But I noticed for me, I would entertain people that don't have everything I'm looking for because I was operating in a mindset that nobody, (laughs) nobody that I'm compatible with would have everything I'm looking for. And it's like, yeah, it's not impossible. Like, I'm not asking for the world. Like, he don't got to be 6'6", you know, 200 pounds professional basketball player like I'm asking for the basics (laughs) and when I thought about that I was just like just like I'm asking for the basics like it's a job out there that's gonna pay me what I'm worth that's gonna allow me to have a flexible work from home schedule like it's a man out there that can give me what I desire so I mean I am dating and anytime I come into contact with somebody that invalidates my feelings, that's giving narcissism, um, that can't take me on a date, um, that I feel like is lying to me is initially, 
all right, I'm going to just text you and never talk to them again. Like, that's that's how that conversation ends every time. I don't have the energy anymore to argue with people, to try to change people's minds, or to entertain things that don't serve me. So that's where I am with that. <laughs> um, so it's, it's really just been a learning experience. And I hope to bring y'all more guests. And I hope to bring y'all uh, more information and just, updates on my journey because I know practicing therapy will provide me a lot of different things to share with y'all. So I look forward to talking to y'all in another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Bye! Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, please like it on whatever platform that you listen to this podcast. Leave a comment and share the podcast on social media platforms using the hashtag Poetry for Black Girls. I'll talk to y'all on another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Bye!